When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. SEN Summer Brecky, Trent Copeland and Jaleesa Apps with you this morning. Good morning if you're listening on SEN 1170 AM here in Sydney as we fill in the chairs for Vossi and Brandy. And for the first hour, we're welcoming those of you listening on SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane. Ben Davis will be along from 6 AM Queensland time filling in for Patton Heels. And if you're listening across the SEN network, Good morning to you. We've got plenty of sport to discuss this morning, Jaleesa. Upsets, surprises at the Aussie Open. Uh, finally, we got the answer to Davey Warner's baggy green and where it was. Mm. That's an interesting story. Uh, Cameron Green, he spoke for the first time uh, upon his return into the test lineup. And no doubt you were all over that yesterday, Jaleesa. Mm-hmm. On the show today, we're going to have some great guests. SEN tennis expert, as always, Brett Phillips. With the latest from the Oz Open, ESPN's Phil Murphy is going to chat through an NFL wildcard weekend that had it all, and there's still more games to come. Matt Stafford v. Jared Goff yesterday was incredible to watch uh, with the trade scenario and that all unfolding. Uh, And also Dak Prescott and the Cowboys getting thumped at home. Uh, America's team uh, were not in good order yesterday, Jaleesa. I was on my way back from... Canberra. We're also going to have WWE wrestlers joining us in the studio, by the way. Yeah, they're going to body slam you. Did you know that? Mm. Uh, if anyone's ever met me or seen me, uh, <laughs> given we're on radio, yeah, I'm built like a paperclip, so it oh, wouldn't be luck. difficult. Good luck. <laughs> so you're not, you're just going to watch, are you? Uh, yeah, I'm going to ref. Okay. I'm going to, if it gets a bit out of control, I'll be like, yeah, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You sound motivated for me to get hurt. Uh, LA Knight and Grayson Waller, they will join us in the studio. But uh, we're back together today. Yesterday on location in Canberra. Yeah. It was a grim morning. Uh, oh, God, okay. Yeah, it was a grim morning. Um, there was rain around. There was a questionable delay that was oh, going on as delay well. Start, can, yeah, sorry to everyone. That delay started to get a bit outrageous towards the end. PTSD but... from that. Oh. Uh what did your day entail after that yesterday? And I believe you, you have a story that we didn't get into yesterday, but there's uh, a dentist story my, we need to unpack. Yeah, that here. wasn't yesterday though. Okay. Yesterday, yesterday I actually did the cricket yesterday, so I was listening to a bit yeah. of Cam Green, uh, obviously in Adelaide. Wow, did he speak well? Um, gave nothing, which is what <laughs> <laughs> they would want. But no, he was really good, and um, you know, just very humble young. Young man, isn't he? He is. He really is. And he's, you know, when asked about Steve Smith going to the top of the order, yeah. things like that, he's just so respectful, wants to be nice about everything. Yeah. And in, the most interesting thing he said to come about it was he was preparing as though um, he was going to open. So he thought he was he was opening, yeah. which suggests to me that uh, he probably had been told or at least there'd been this un, sort of unspoken thing that when a spot came up, it was his. Um, but yeah, the... He said he'd been preparing to open and um, how selfless it was of Steve to put himself up there, but he didn't actually know till the Wednesday before. Here's Cameron Green speaking about that exactly. I had no idea until about Wednesday. Um, so, yeah, I'm yeah, so excited when I heard the news, but, yeah, I thought I was about 
95 95% chance of opening so um, that's where my head went for a couple of weeks and um, yeah grateful to be, be at four. What I like is I've got a bit of time um, I've always felt maybe a touch rushed at six especially after Hetty he makes it look a bit too easy at number five so um, yeah I've always felt like I've maybe had to push the game along where um, I feel like number four is my natural game where yeah, I can take my time and get settled in. Yeah, no, I don't feel any pressure. Um, obviously, replacing someone like Steve is pretty tough. Um, but yeah, I'm just gonna yeah play my own way. And um, but obviously, yeah, I'm grateful for him putting that in his mind and yeah, thinking of me. Yeah, interesting. Cameron Green speaking there, and as you said, he's just the most kind-hearted soul. 24-year-old just, yeah. about to burst back onto the scene. But there's this such great expectation from everyone else that he's the greatest. All rounder in history. <laughs> you got to you got to feel for him there. I I hate hearing when young you know it's nice than them being torn down, but I hate when I when you hear young athletes being built up so much because then they mm. we we do have a problem with like tall poppy syndrome in Australia and everyone starts to get a little bit you know ah is he really that good and blah 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 which is a fair question but you know when it's sort of a bit. Bitter. The funny thing yesterday, uh, our cameras caught um, Steve Smith and Usman Kawaja. Steve Smith was sort of like walking away from training with massive golf clubs yep. in his hand, and Usman Kawaja was kitted out in this golf gear. They would sort of like Usman sort of gave a big wave to the cameras. Steve looked like, oh no, I've been caught. You know, yeah. he's like he's sneaking out of work. <laughs> so obviously very relaxed. Yeah, and they were obviously about to go and play golf together. Yeah. You know that openers bond as they talk about in cricket so yeah. important steve just for even on that steve smith when i was still playing with him used to hate golf and it was on the back of he is just great at everything and oh. golf was just not it oh. but he has the bug speaking of tall poppies you know i i don't like those people that are good at everything yeah are you uh no. most athletes are like that no nah. I learned something about you the other day in passing. Okay, um, this will be good. Yeah, I was, no, I was deep in a Google search. I, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I was, I, I learned something about that you were hockey. You came yes. here for hockey. Tell yep. us about it. Well, I Before grew we up. Before we get to the rest of the headlines, we'll get, <laughs> but let's hear about Trent. <laughs> so I grew up in Bathurst and when I finished school, when I was 17 years old, I moved to Sydney. Mm. It was to go to uni and at that point play Premier League hockey down here. Yeah. Um, I was playing cricket, but I was a wicketkeeper batter in third grade. Mm. You know, I was genuinely nowhere with cricket. Um, so my first move down here was, and it, we talked about this when Simon Orchard came on the show and we were talking about Greyhound racing. But after we finished, Simon Orchard was one of those guys that I used to play against. And mm. he was playing for the Kookaburras. Uh, along with Brent Livermore, Jamie Dwyer, a lot of the legendary players, and they were running absolute rings around me in Sydney. So you thought, I'll go to cricket. Well, thankfully, that, I gave up wicket-keeping. Well, that says to me, you are good at multiple Oh, two, that's two sports. sports. Yeah, that's two more than me. <laughs> uh, but Steve Smith hates, used to hate golf, but he's now got the bug where he's even on optional training days, you know, off playing, playing golf. Playing golf. That would never have happened in the past. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, some of the bigger headlines this morning. Oh, we Before I get there, we do have a couple of prizes to give away. We've got a double pass to the Top Fuel Drag Racing Championship at Sydney Dragway on Friday 26th and Saturday the 27th of January. Get your tickets now. A golf tour towel and a dozen limited edition chrome soft balls from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Uh, the Big Bash. Mm. Last night. Did you watch tennis or Big Bash last night? I'm a bit angry at the household that I'm oh, in at wow. the moment. Oh, wow. Okay. 
family dispute? My partner, I don't know what came across him, determined, determined, no matter what I did, to watch Gladiators. Oh, okay. Just reliving his childhood. I think he had a Peter Pan moment and doesn't want to grow up and was like, I need to watch Gladiators. I watched it in the 90s. I really want, I was like, what? I was like, Demon was playing. We've got the Big Bash. Are you joking me? It was a fight I could not win, which is rare in my household, <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> what was Marnus doing when this was all Ah, <laughs> uh, Marnus and I were <laughs> filthy. Marnus and I were storming around the kitchen eating. Yeah. If you don't know the story, uh, Jaleesa has a pet. Housemate. You, uh, housemate. housemate. Yeah, sorry. I keep calling it a pet. How rude of me. Um, so <laughs> Huntsman in the house named Marnus. Yeah, so the housemate and I were filthy about it and he said we're watching Gladiators and I had to watch follow on on my phone. Oh, no. You don't have a single other device in your house, like a laptop? Oh, I could have got into bed, but oh, I can't. I was just, I was on my, I was doing it on my phone. <laughs> okay. Oh. The Big Bash last night, the Hobart Hurricanes and the Melbourne Stars playing their last match of the regular season. We knew before last night that neither could make the finals, but the Hurricanes got the job done against the Stars. The Stars won the bat flip and decided to bowl. Hurricanes making 187 runs. Matty Wade was unbelievable. Uh, and then the stars falling just short in their reply. And we started to see some of the best from Glenn Maxwell and also Marcus Stoinis. But uh, the Hobart Hurricanes, a disappointing season. They finished just outside the top four. What could have been uh, if things had got going? Tim David really disappointing on from the last 18 months, two years mm. of all around the world T20 cricket bursting into the national team. Didn't see the best of him in this tournament. Do you think uh, it's fatigue? Of He's had a pretty big 12 months. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. But, uh, I mean, it's not an excuse this day and age. You Ultimately, if you're picking and choosing and earning millions of dollars roaming around the world playing T20 competitions, I guess you have to be. You're being paid to be at your best. Yeah. So you've got to be judged when you're not. Yeah. Uh, 0457 736 736, the Edgewater Homes text line. Tell us what you think of the Big Bash this year. Has it lived up to expectations? And who do you think uh going to win? I, we were talking a little while ago, Jaleesa, about the final series off-air before we came on. So the final series, first place locked in the Brisbane Heat, but they're going to play their first final on the Gold Coast mm-hmm. with Colin Munro not here anymore, their captain. Yeah, that's... A bit of a different scenario there. Ashton Turner and Jai Richardson both out with injury for the remainder of the tournament for the Scorchers. They play the Sixers in a – this is going to be a ripper game tonight. Mm. Sixers v Scorchers, that's second v third, and whoever wins that game finishes in second position mm-hmm. so, and get to play in that first final against the Heat. Mm-hmm. And then Adelaide Strikers are locked in the fourth position. My question, I guess, is would you rather actually finish second? The, the Sixers, if they win tonight, for example, they finish second. Mm. They'll then go and play the Heat at a ground that the Heat have never played at this season either. Oh, okay. Yeah. Without their captain, mm. with a slightly different environment, no no Usman Khawaja, no Manus Labashain. And whoever wins that game gets to host the final a week later. Mm. There's a very real possibility on the back of tonight's match that whoever wins hosts the final. Mm. Now, Brisbane fans... Those of you listening uh, at the moment it won't be thrilled with that, I guess, prognosis, but it's one of the nuances of the fact that there's test matches going on at the Gabba um, and at the Adelaide Oval right now. 
so that the best grounds potentially aren't available. Um, interested to hear what you think. I Do you think the Sixers can win tonight, firstly, in Perth? against that team over there that just are so hard to beat in front of 40,000 fans? Uh, just because of their, how they're a little bit depleted, uh, the Scorchers, and yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. Interesting. Well, Maybe got, that's my Sydney bias, though. It could be. Maybe that's where I'm going as well. Uh, <laughs> we better move on then. Uh, what about the Davey Warner baggy green story? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it feels like forever ago, and we've had a wedding and a chopper and some big bash games in between, but... Yeah. The truth about Davy Warner's missing baggy greens has finally been revealed, and they were they weren't stolen as had originally been reported. No. Uh, Dan no. Bredig of the Sydney Morning Herald said that Warner's backpack had been placed in different in a different cricket bag, and used to transport smaller items of equipment for players and staff, rather than the three other bags that he'd identified as most likely to contain that most backpack. Most likely. Most likely, the old boy look. <laughs> Uh, of which I have done plenty in my time. Uh, adding to the confusion was that his backpack was in another part of the room at the team hotel compared with his other bags, and it was placed with its David Warner label tucked underneath. Okay. Unpack this for me. Well, Qantas. <laughs> Would be rather displeased. Ah, they, <laughs> they were copying it at the time a little bit from everyone being like, where is it? <laughs> uh, turns out it was just misplaced. It's a little embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. ideal. I mean, and when this stuff comes out, it was unnamed sources within the Australian team environment that uh, Didn't we kind this. of assume this, though, when it turned up yes. and there was no, like, we kind of assumed it had been <laughs> like, misplaced. Like, it, yeah. there was no, like, would it have been found or someone had been charged with stealing it or, you know, anything like that. It was just like, he's got it, move on. There was also Prime Minister airtime. You know, this was a national story. We've got to get that baggy green back. As it turns out, it was there the whole time. Well, it was Pakistan who said, let's get a national, like, you know, investigation onto it. Oh, seriously. Ah, it turns out it was just in his bag. He just had a bit of a, yeah, rough look. (laughs) As you do. Uh, We have plenty of stories to get through this morning. We'll touch on the Aussie Open after the break. Uh, Just recapping the NFL results. The Dallas Cowboys yesterday, another embarrassing loss in the playoffs. 48-32 loss to the Green Bay Packers in their wildcard clash. The Cowboys were... Favourites going into the game, playing against a rookie quarterback in Jordan Love. And that's, yeah, a a disappointing loss. One that will no doubt lead to soul searching. And when you are the Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy, the coach, and Dak Prescott are going to come under fire. And then in the other match yesterday, the Detroit Lions, their first playoff win in what feels like forever. Jared Goff gets it done over Matt Stafford. These two, Jaleesa, I don't know how much you watch the NFL, but they were traded for each other. Matt Stafford was booed coming into the stadium. He's a a fan favourite for so many years, I think 12 years at the helm for the Detroit Lions. Why was he booed if it's not his choice to be traded, surely? That is correct. It was a contentious moment. But a great game of football yesterday, 24-23. The Detroit Lions progress in that one. The rescheduled game between the Bills and the Steelers, that kicks off at 8.30 this morning. They have cleared the snow. I've seen the stadium that game is going to go ahead, and then we'll have the Eagles and Bucks after that. Plenty more sport coming up. We're here for Brighton's lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness? 
Contact Bryden's Lawyers. SEN Summer Brekkie is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It's story time. <laughs> story time with Jaleesa. Ah. We talked a little bit about the dentist. Let's park that for okay. the moment. All right. Uh, you mentioned God, that goodness. you missed Dimonor and the tennis last night. You missed the Filthy. big bash. Uh, Gladiators took precedent yeah. on your TV. Talk me through that. What was your strategy to get the, the sports on, firstly? Uh, and then just how does that happen? Exactly. How does that happen? Well, I walked in and... Nick was already home and I was, oh, what are you home for? So I've got to watch Gladiators. I've got to watch Gladiators. Are you joking? And he said, oh, he's like, I'm dead serious. It's back from the, from the 90s. I used to love watching this show and I've been waiting. I wanted to watch it. And I'm like, Demon Ore is on tonight. There is Big Bash on tonight. There is a plethora of sport yep. we can enjoy together. No, 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 no. He wanted to watch Gladiators right or wrong. Now, I sort of remember Gladiators, but not really. Yeah. I found it a bit of an ick. I was like, oh, God. Okay, anyway, we watched Gladiators. Shandor Earl, uh, ex-NRL Canberra Raiders player, very prominent on Gladiators. He's yep. as Phoenix. It wasn't as bad as I thought. Okay. But was there a discussion? Was there something that needed to be, like a myth that needed to be busted about another version of this? Yeah. So um, I said, you know, they've done this before. He said, no. No, nah, they they haven't rebooted this before. I would have watched it. Okay. Well, it failed miserably because, you know, he didn't watch it. <laughs> so apparently they did a reboot, I think, in 2008, 2009. I did Google it. We Googled it in the ad break and I was right. So you can clip Nick. that, take it home. Yeah. Nick, unfortunately, you've been proven wrong. Yeah. Now you don't get to choose what's on the TV. I love, home. I'm interested when the numbers <laughs> come out at 9am, the ratings, I, I'm very interested to see if it was a success. As it was in our household. Could be the end. <laughs> well done. Uh, there's a few texts coming in this morning on 0457 736 736, the Edgewater Homes text line. Morning, guys. On the BBL final a few years ago, we went to neutral ground in Canberra for the final. Why did we stop that? That's from the Westy Eel. Um, I don't love the neutral ground. We saw that happen in the A-League. That went well. Yeah. Whoa. Me too. I think home ground, home fans is the vibe in Australian sport. It should sport. be rewarded. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, the Australian Open, uh, an update thanks to Wilson. Experience the update, ultimate summer of tennis with Wilson. Uh, yesterday, what stood out to you? Let's talk about Dimonor first uh, and Milos Raonic, who put him to the test in the first set in particular and then had to retire with injury. Uh, what did you make of that contest, albeit that you've watched uh, Gladiator amongst that? Dimonor? Yeah. Uh, just, well... I mean, I was following a bit on my phone, um, the tennis, yep. uh, didn't have my multiple screens coming. So, so I sort of picked more the tennis last night because I was a bit concerned about that match. I thought it was a bit of a danger match. Just really sad for Milos, uh, Rainich that, yeah. um, it, he was playing really well and I was listening to the SEN commentary. Yeah. It seemed like, like he was rallying quite well, it, it seemed, and just his body let yeah. him down. Um, so obviously pushed Demonor in the, the first set uh, and then it all started to go pear-shaped for him, um, which I, I was just disappointing, wasn't it? For anyone, I mean, we'd love to see an Australian get through, but you never want to see anyone get through like that. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it was 7-6 to Raonic the first set, 6-2 and 2-love when Raonic mm. had to finish up. Uh, Dimonor now faces Matteo Arnaldi in the next round. Well, look, um, first of all, I hope uh, Milos' speedy recovery is not, not great to see him like this. And um, 
he he deserves to be healthy and playing uh, the incredible tennis that he's done for so many years. So hopefully he's back in no time. Um, now, as you saw, I was just chasing his serve for the better part of that match. Uh, look, it's uh, it's no secret uh, I've started the year pretty well. Um, now it's all about keeping my head down and trying to keep doing the same thing. I mean, for me, nothing changes. Uh, I do my best to let the tennis do the talking and uh, keep working hard. So, you know, that's one down. Now on to the next. So that's Alex Dimonor who progresses through. He now faces Matteo Arnaldi. There are 11 Aussies on court yesterday with four going through. The other Aussies to join Dimonor in the second round, Storm Hunter, Alexi Popperin and Jordan Thompson. So we'll do a full recap of and look forward with uh, Brett Phillips a little later. That update, thanks to Wilson. Get your game on and join us in celebrating the Wilson Summer of Tennis.